Welcome to the Hillside. I am your host, Tina Kampala, telling you Karibu Sana to the Christian podcast. One more time, I want to welcome you to join me up here on the Hillside of Life, where the view is breathtaking and the air is fresh. And as is my custom, let me welcome you with the book of Revelation, chapter number three and verse number 20. I will be reading from the New International Version, and it says, Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. If indeed you can hear the knock of Jesus Christ at the door of your heart, do not hesitate to open, for he promises to come in and begin that relationship that lifelong relationship with you. So today on our 12th episode of our second season, we'll be sharing on the topic, 10 reasons that should not drive you to marriage. 10 reasons that should not drive you to marriage. Let's go. Reason number one, you feel lonely. Marriage can never be the solution to your loneliness. Loneliness is something every human being has gone through or will go through. Chronic loneliness, on the other hand, can have serious health impacts like depression and alcoholism and needs professional help to overcome. If you only ever try to cure your loneliness by surrounding yourself with people, it can be remarkably short-lived. As soon as that person leaves, you're lonely again. The loneliness status might definitely be changed once you get married by the responsibilities, awareness, sacrifices, and consistent love which are synonymous to marriage will walk along. There are several people in marriages who are lonely at different times in their marriages and for often short periods. So if you are thinking of settling down because you are lonely, think again. Dr. Angelis is right when she says, when you are feeling lonely or desperate, you are much more likely to make poor love choices and end up in unfulfilling relationships. Take note of that. Our point number one, not to get married for, is you feel lonely. Our second reason not to get married is all your friends are getting married. Are all your friends getting married? Are you the only one single among your friends? Some people only marry because their friends have gotten married. Marriage is contagious. When everyone around you is pairing up, it's hard to be the one left behind, especially in church, where the focus is all about marriage and children, and people tend to get hitched younger. Making a lifelong commitment to another person is far too important to be influenced by peer pressure. Take time to consider whether, if you were the first among your friends to get married, you'd still choose this person as your partner for life. If you don't know why you're getting married, then it's better for you to find out before actually marrying someone. Our reason number three, not to get married, you have differences that you cannot live with. If your morals and beliefs also don't line up, then again, you're not ready to get married. 
there are always a balance of similarities and differences in a relationship. Having fundamental differences in your beliefs, your morals and ideas will also cause continued issues in your relationships. So if you feel that your disputes can be resolved, then resolve them before the wedding. But if there is no way to fix them, then better leave the idea of marriage with the particular person. It's the similarities that drew you together and the differences that keep you intrigued. While some differences are exciting at first, they can eventually become annoying. You know, for example, you may love how spontaneous your partner is in the beginning, but later on when life gets in the way, you might want to live more on a schedule. This can become frustrating when there is something your partner isn't accustomed to. At the end of the day, we are most comfortable with our own habits. And if your partner's habits are too different, that could be a source of conflict you'll want to deal with early on. It's important to be with someone who's a little different from us, as it is good to be exposed to another perspective. But finding that right amount of different that you both can accept is ideal. So number three, you have differences that you cannot live with. Our fourth reason not to get married is you keep secrets from each other. Some people believe they need to keep secrets or lie to survive in a relationship. They lack confidence in their ability to confront unpleasant topics like money, troubles or issues related to past or present errors in judgments or mistakes. And certainly keeping secrets from a partner is a common dilemma that needs to be addressed on many levels. However, Finding healthy ways to honestly express yourself to your partner is the best way to build a trusting relationship that endures the test of time. Experts agree that trust can easily be broken and hard to repair. When your partner withholds important information from you, regardless of their reasons, it's normal to feel betrayed. For many people, any form of deceit can be a deal breaker. A relationship expert, Dr. John Gottman, says, despite how dangerous and widespread betrayal is, I can offer couples hope by analyzing the anatomy of this poison. I have figured out how to defeat it. I now know there is a fundamental principle for making relationship work that serves as an antidote to unfaithfulness. That principle is trust. Trust is that principle. So, if you are still keeping secrets from each other, that is a reason not to get married. Reason number five not to get married, your values don't line up on the important issues. Aligned values are one of the most important things in any relationships. Values play a critical role throughout your life. In simple terms, values are the line you draw where you feel something is either right or wrong the beliefs that define your priorities and drive your decisions. Whether it is with your life partner or a business partner, aligned or misaligned values will define the success or failure of a relationship from day one. I like to visualize this as a pyramid where at the very top you have your values and below that you have your life vision, then your objectives, then at the bottom your interests. The higher you go up in the pyramid, the harder it is for you to change it. And hence, the more important it is to be aligned. What values do you abide by? Where do you draw the line that states what is right or wrong for you? Notice the red flag wherever you realize that your values do not align on important issues. 
Observe the qualities you believe they best demonstrate and live by. They could be fun or compassionate or brutally honest. They could be a master negotiator and manipulator or easygoing and laid back or assertive and competitive. They could be generous or self-serving, an open book or secretive, highly loyal or highly demanding. Or both, think about how this person shows up in your life, the decision they make, what they say, how they respond to certain situations or what they choose to do with their time. What do these things tell you about their values? Being in a relationship with mismatched values doesn't make either person a bad sort. It just means you are not a match. The challenge with persevering in a relationship when you're not a match is that one of you will continually subverting your sense of self and your capacity for joy. And when it comes to the person we love most, do we really want that for ourselves or for them? Our reason number six <laughs> for not uh, getting married is you have a wandering eye. You know, the wandering eye is defined by the Marian Dictionary as a tendency to look at and have sexual thoughts about other people while already in a relationship. You know, infidelity is a major cause of, our, of relationship breakdown and so understanding why some people cheat is an important area of research. Of course, none of us is immune of temptation and committing to a long-term exclusive relationship doesn't close your mind to the alternative. A marriage vow enshrines our intention to forsake all others, but it cannot render all others unattractive. I like that and I want to repeat that. That a marriage vow enshrines our intention to forsake all others, but it cannot render all others unattractive. Psychological research suggests that we manage our illicit desires by tearing our attentions away from appealing alternatives, out of sight, out of mind. And by devaluing the allure of those who nevertheless catch our eye, you know, they aren't all that. And those who report greater commitment to their partners tend to deploy these so-called evaluative biases more effectively. So those who are able to steal their wandering eyes are less likely to cheat in their marriages. Do you have a wandering eye? If yes, are you willing to put it in check? If no, then you're not ready to settle down. Reason number six that may not be a reason for you to get married is you are not ready to compromise. Now, long-term relationships require negotiations, you know, with a healthy compromise. Two people will be trying to figure something out. With an unhealthy compromise, one partner will be asked to give something while the other won't. You know, a relationship based on one person's sacrifice won't continue to work in, a, in the long run. However, a relationship based on healthy compromises will. It is important to find a balance between our sense of self and live in a way that lines up with our core values while also compromising out of love and mutual respect for the other person. You can use the four points of balance. The first point of balance, what is called the solid, flexible self. You know, this is the ability to have solid values that you both hang on to and change over time. The second point is called the quiet mind and quiet, calm heart, which is the ability to contain our anxiety, to not let our feelings overwhelm us, and to take care of ourselves emotionally. The third point of balance is called the grounded responding. 
which is to not overreact to other people's overreactions. And the fourth point of balance is called meaningful endurance and is the willingness to tolerate discomfort for the sake of growth. Now, the art of compromise by Dr. John and Julie Gottman encourage couples to use these four points of balance. They write that to reach a compromise, you must define your core needs. Refuse to relinquish anything that you feel is absolutely essential and be willing to accept influence. Remember the four points of balance. When you are not ready to compromise, then this is a reason that you're not ready to get married. The eighth reason that you may not be ready to get married is that you think your partner will change. Time and again, we see couples who think that things will get better once they get married, once they have a kid, or once they move in together. Although we can make improvements in our lives, the core of who we are likely will not change. If there is something your partner does that you like to change, and you know that's a deal breaker for you, it's time to pause rather than take a step forward. Know that if the change happens, the motivation has to come from your partner and not from you. As a result, they will be changing for themselves and not potentially resenting you for making them do so. You will never like every single thing about your partner. The true question is, are you willing to accept them as they are? If so, that's a sign you're ready to take the relationship to the next level. If you cannot accept what you cannot change, you might want to take a step back. Reason number nine, guilt or fear are pushing you to commit. Now, of all the reasons for staying, guilt has to rank as one of the worst. It is a terrible thing to stay in a relationship simply because you feel guilty for leaving it. If guilt is the name of the game, then maybe we should be feeling more guilty about depriving each other of the happiness we deserve instead of the fact that we do not have it to offer. Fear of the unknown. This is probably a big reason why we stay in a relationship longer than we should. We are afraid we might not be able to afford living on our own or afraid we might not find someone else. The fear works the other way too, though. Should we not be more afraid of what we are missing out on by staying when we know it is time to go? What if the amazing person that is perfect for you is just on the horizon? At some point, one of you will have to pull the rip cord and jump. Make the choice to pull the cord has to be a better option than waiting until you are pushed out when you least expect it. Debbie Ford says, an exciting and inspiring future awaits you beyond the noise in your mind, beyond the guilt, beyond the doubt, beyond the shame, beyond the fear, the insecurity and heaviness of the past you carry around. It takes a lot of strength to really look within and feel worthy of asking for something more for yourself. It takes a selfless person to walk away knowing that your partner deserves more than what to know you yourself are willing to offer. So if you find being selfish for yourself is too hard, then it may be time to try being selfless. Either way, settling should never be an option for either of you. We all deserve better than that. Let not guilt or fear push you to commit. And our final and tenth point not to get married is when you're pressurized. The pressure to marry may come from many places, but pressure should not be the reason why you should get married. People will start dropping hints about wedding bells, but you shouldn't get married 
to please other people. This is about you, your partner and God. Marriage is one of the biggest decisions you ever make, so ensure it's what you want, not what everyone else wants. Sometimes people threaten their partner to marry them. Some people say they will commit suicide if the person does not marry them, so on and so forth. If this is happening with you as well, then clearly say no. People who threaten others to get things done simply make another person's life hell. Understand that your partner is not asking you to marry him or her because he or she loves you. He or she is saying his or her ego will be hurt if you won't. If you are also pressurized to get married, then better to reevaluate the basis of your relationship. One more time, allow me to highlight the 10 reasons that should not drive you to get married. The 10 reasons that should not drive you to get married. One, you feel lonely. Two, all your friends are getting married. Three, you have differences that you cannot live with. Four, you have secrets from each other. Five, your values don't line up on the important issues. Six, you have a wandering eye. Seven, you're not ready to compromise. Eight, you think your partner will change. Nine, guilt or fear are pushing you to commit. And finally, ten, you are pressurized. Thank you and God bless you.